An Instagram post gets an unexpected boost. A TikTok catches in the algorithm. Sometimes that's all it takes to launch someone into internet fame. But then what? This Blew Up is a new podcast documentary that reveals how social media stardom is made. It's a different kind of fame that's not always as glamorous as it looks. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Alyssa Bereznak. You can listen to This Blew Up on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. We're doing an end of year wrap up today. We're going to look back at The Bachelor, look back at our other favorite shows, and then look ahead. I'm pretty excited. I like end of year content. Like, I don't really get tired of people's lists. Do you? No, I don't. And I also like hearing them because then if there's something that I missed, I'm like, awesome show to binge over the holiday. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Although... I don't know what I'm going to binge. Well, maybe I'll find out. Maybe you'll have some recommendations for me. What is your top show that you're like, oh, I missed that? I, I have, I'm going to have a real void because my Lotus is over. Show show? Eh, really anything, I guess. Well, I'd like to recommend something that not a lot of people watch because you watch everything. <laughs> okay. But there are some shows on Showtime that are pretty good. American Gigolo, pretty good. Yeah, my colleagues watched that. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I like that. And I also like City. I will, I've been watching it and I don't even know what season it's on. It's on maybe three or four, but City on a Hill is also another Showtime show. Oh, yeah. Really good. Someone really famous is in that. Sean Penn or something? I'm not good with actors. Names. Okay. But whatever. Yes, there is, it's not Sean Penn, but it's someone like that. It's someone really famous. Okay, cool. Are you Googling well, it right now? Yeah, I am looking it up. It's <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Oh, there we my go. Guy, I fucking love Aldous Hodge. Wow. I love him. Did you ever watch Leverage on TBS? No, but... Well, he, he was in that, and I loved him. City on the Hill is good. Okay, 
cool. I'll check that out. Actually, no, I won't, but I just said that I will. Those are are scripted shows, but (laughs) not what we're covering today, but yeah, great shows. All right. So should we start with our, our highlights from Bachelor Nation this year or should we talk about some other shows? I'm kind of feeling talking about some other shows because we're on the topic already. We're going to do our top five favorite reality shows outside of The Bachelor from this past year. I think you watch more reality TV than I do. So I'm like excited to hear your list. (laughs) (laughs) I think you do. (laughs) It was really hard to make this list. So I even have some honorable mentions. Wow. Let's start with your honorable mentions. I'm excited. Let's hear it. Okay. Honorable mentions. I have two. This is maybe a little bit of a surprise. Joe Millionaire. Oh, wow. That is a surprise. Also, you are definitely the only person who was not paid to watch this show who watched this show. (laughs) There has to be some Joe Millionaires out there that watch. And it's bad that it was like good watching. Like I felt good afterwards, you know? So like, what's the format? They go into a house. There's like maybe 30 girls. So many. Sorry. 30 women living in a house. It's a huge house. Really nice house, actually. On the higher budget end of what we see, which is cool. Interesting. Two guys come in. One's a millionaire. One's not. They don't tell you who's who. Okay. And, and then you have to like figure out who you want to date. Do they know that one's a millionaire and one's not? They know one's a millionaire. They know one's not. And all the women date both of them. And then like, as you know, the season goes on, then it kind of gets narrowed down. Like you kind of, then you kind of like how the bachelorette was where it kind of like splits up. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, then like one guy has his girls and the other guy has his girls. And then at the very end, they are picked to be like the last one standing to be in a relationship. And they find out if they're the millionaire or not. And it's interesting because you'll see these women in the interviews and they're like, I think he's the millionaire. (laughs) I kind of like that they foreground money. I feel like this would be helpful to many of the bachelorette gals that like, this is the like Shanae and Victoria and Kate, (laughs) like everyone who talked about, does he have a career? Does he have enough money? This would be great for them. Maybe I would watch that actually. Is it coming back again? Do you think, do you know? Well, it, 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 it was around like a few years ago and then it went off air and then they brought it back. So I would assume it's going to come back again because I, I want to say it did decently. Who are the two guys? Like just randoms? One guy was named Kurt. He was like the non-millionaire, but also like he had a decent job. Like what was it? Something in like construction, but like he had, like he owned a construction company or something like that. So like, I want to guess that he was like, he was making good money based off of like how he kind of acted. He was definitely the more sought after one. Interesting. Huh. I was very confident, had swag, which I also think that like for you to go into a house with a guy that does have a lot of money. Sure. Like you, ha- they kind of have to find that person that's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm still a better catch. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And also like, I- I'll get there or whatever. Yeah. The guy with a lot of money was like, Seemed like such a nice guy. Wow. Okay. Was he hot? Both of them are good looking. Okay. And his parents own like a bunch of farms. Oh, interesting. It's a Josh Allen situation. So it didn't really like, I feel like it was like the women couldn't really pick up that he had money because he'd be like, I live on a farm and blah, blah, blah. And like, and this is what I do. But like he had his own farms. He also had like a helicopter and he was worth $10 million Wow! at the time. This is, you know, before he's inheriting everything from his parents. So like he had a lot of money. 
Wow. Okay. It's interesting. It's like yeah. long time, long term family farming families. There's a lot mm-hmm. of money in that. And then he, both of them picked women. And then, um, was a non-woman an option? Well, no, I was just saying like both of them ended up with the people or two people and the the rich one stayed with his for a while. I think they most recently broke up. The other one, they did not last very long. Well, okay. They've kind of sold me on the show. I'm sort of curious. It's just not like, you know how there's like reality shows where you're like, you know, some of the stuff is a little corny. There's a lot of that. Sure. Still interesting. I think that we should try to get you some Joe Millionaire Spawn Con for 2023. Like, <laughs> if you're already talking about it, I'm why down. Not? I'm down. Okay. What's your other honorable mention? Selling Sunset. Mm, nice. And I okay. Didn't even narrow it down to Beverly Hills with the OC because I, I I enjoyed watching both. I did too. I kind of forgot about them. I, also, it doesn't seem like there'll be another season of Orange County since that hasn't been announced, which like. I'm pretty bummed about. I, I definitely well, would like another season. No, well, the only reason why I would agree with you is because they crank them out. Like, yeah. there's, like there's like two or three Selling Sunset seasons a year. And like every interview Alex Hall gave, she was like, well, we'll need a season two to figure that out. And there's been no word about Announcement. it. And yeah. So I don't think it's coming back again. I liked Orange County a lot. It was like kind of a cruel show that broke up a marriage, but <laughs> nevertheless, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really entertaining and I binged it like, I don't even know, in like two days. I thought it was great. Me too. I really liked it. I did not like Selling Sunset this past year though. Like I just got sick of the Mary stuff. It was so fake. It was just like too the contrived Christine for me. Christine stuff was a lot too. That's what I meant. Christine, not Mary. Oh. Mary's, Mary's fine, I guess. But yeah, I agree. I guess. And also like, you know, Heather basically moved to Orange County. She didn't even work in, work in LA in anymore. Yeah. yeah, it was just, it was just too fake, but I mean, Selling Sunset next season's going to have fucking Brie, what's her face, who dated Johnny Manziel. I think they have a kid yeah. together. They have a kid Brie together? Sai. Sai, yeah. No, 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 no. She has a kid with Nick Cannon. Oh, right. <laughs> Which is even better, I think. Yeah. I think her name is like Brie Tahisi or something like that. I'm going to Google it while oh, we chat. I, I thought it was pronounced Sai. Oh, I have no idea. You're probably right. It's. I think it's T-C. It's T-I-E-S-I. T-Sai? T-Sai. Yeah, something like that. Got it. Yeah, I know about her as having dated Johnny Manziel, but she's on the next season. And I mean, no, no, she, not dated. She was married to him. I'm pretty sure. I think that's right. I mean, yeah, which is nuts. So yeah, she was married. She was married <laughs> yeah. to Johnny Manziel for three years. Yeah, got divorced and then had Nick Cannon's child. One of eleven. That's a that's a running number. We're not really sure. It's between ten and fourteen. It's true. It's eleven that we know of. <laughs> yeah. I. I can't say I'm excited about that. Like, I don't really have an interest in watching Brie to say. I, I do. You do? Have you met her? No. I, I have no interest, but will I be watching? Yeah, of course. Obviously. Okay, great. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Let's get into our top fives. My number five, you're going to like really make fun of me, but I was thinking about like, what would I actually recommend to people to watch? And at the bottom of my list, but still on the list... Soy Georgina on Netflix. Oh my God. I forgot all about that show. Soy Georgina is Ronaldo's girlfriend and the mother of one of his children, Georgina. It's just a total vanity that? project. It's a total vanity project. Ronaldo's weirdly in it. Yeah. It was really weird. It's a commercial for the two of them, but I don't know. Like I've just been loving the world cup. I'm really into formula one. I've really, really enjoyed the world of 
international sports and European sports. And so this is, this is like international sports adjacent and I enjoyed it. Didn't something else happen with them? Recently? Yeah. Like, wasn't there like another kid? I think she had a miscarriage actually. Okay. Yeah. There's something that happened. Yeah. That she, I believe she had a miscarriage. And then of course he's currently embroiled in drama. Doesn't have a club team. Was benched by Portugal. Then they lost. No shortage of drama. I wouldn't say you get a lot of that drama in Soy Georgina, but it's such like a wild look into how, you know, a celebrity wants to craft their image and what he'll do for his girlfriend and the mother Maybe of his children. Because remember, she posted on IG about it too. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great watch. Also, you can either watch with subtitles or it's dubbed. I don't know. It's silly. It's, it's what I'm looking for in my reality shows these days, which is like an actual, which is a look into like actually like rich people's lives. Like, like, like emphasis on rich. Uh, I mean, that's like another, that's like a, it's another level. Yeah. 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 It's not rich. That's like top 2%. Also, it's a different type of rich where like, obviously there's like the Bill Gates, the Jeff Bezos, all those people, whatever. But like, there's only, I wonder what the percentage is. It has to be less than 1%, less percent, less than 1% of athletes that make the amount of money he makes so quickly to go from zero to a billion in like two years, not two years, but you get what I'm saying. He, I mean, he's one of the most famous people in the world. So it's pretty wild. For sure. Also, there's an episode where they talk about the statue. Yeah. (laughs) Great watch. It's a great watch. It's on Netflix. Check it out. All right, Callie, number five on your list. (sighs) Number five on my list is the only one from the Bachelor franchise that made the list, sadly. But it was Bachelor in Paradise. Mm, Okay. You loved it. You loved the drama. I also, when I was making this list, because obviously I had honorable mentions and I was going back and forth on a lot of it. I thought to myself, am I giving this more credit because of the bachelor and bachelorette that became that was bad came before it. Right. And I think it was just so much better than those two that it made me feel better about it all. Well, we'll, we'll get back to this. I actually, think the bachelor was good. I think like it's been a long, it's been like a year. So we kind of forget, but I actually, think the bachelor was good. There was some really good drama at the end, a great finale. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I liked, I, I thought it was a good season of the bachelor, but the bachelorette was terrible. I mean, like nothing happened basically. It was just like, crying of Gabby and Rachel and like it was terrible and no one found love no one found love everyone's without love it's a great point (laughs) all right number four on my list the ultimatum Uh, also on Netflix I have to say it's also on my list very Netflix heavy where'd you have it four oh Great. We, we're aligned. Number four, <laughs> the ultimatum. Like I found myself thinking, I like wonder what everyone's up to. Like, how are they all doing? I'm sure I could find out kind of on social media, but I really liked watching it a lot more than I expected. It was way better than I expected. And also in some ways it was like one of the more progressive shows. And I, I'm very aware of this when I watch the challenge because the challenge surprisingly is so much more progressive than the bachelor. Not surprising. I guess what I think is surprising about it is that I, I wouldn't consider MTV and the challenge a place that you would find that. It's not surprising that something is more progressive than The Bachelor, but just the, the <laughs> fact that it's the challenge is the yeah, surprising part. For me, it's not surprising because it comes from the real world, which was also way before its time. Yeah, that's a good point. It's just like the challenge does not traffic in archetypes in the same way. Like in stereotypes, it has its own archetypes, but it doesn't like adhere to the ones outside of the 
show. You know what I mean? Like they have like the same character roles or whatever, but you just get a different, you just get way more type, different types of people and different types of spelling of names. Jack with two Ks. I'll never forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Also at the bachelor, it's kind of just like, you can tell when they're like pushing their boundaries and I'm like, we're still on first base here. I know. <laughs> anyway, I really liked that with the ultimatum. The ultimatum was a weird show. Like, I don't even know if they could do it again, but I, I feel like it captured a moment in time with the reality TV that I really liked. It's almost like a transitional show. It's like, a, it's like the training bras of reality TV where it's like, you're going from one era to another. The idea of it, I think was like, whoever came up with this and thought that they could get people to do this. I'm like, if like, if that show was pitched to me, I'd be like, no couple is going to do this. <laughs> and they were like, there's a lot of people that will do this. And they <laughs> found them and it was great. Yeah. I, I also think that there's like something to be said for just coming out of COVID. I feel like people were willing to do stuff and maybe they were in Texas anyway, but like it was, kind of, <laughs> it was kind of like a, also a, like a COVID transition show of like, Oh, COVID's kind of over moving on. We'll try I know, it Temptation out. Island has been on for a while and it's kind of similar, similar situation. Okay. Well, it's just something, something to, to watch if you haven't. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. What do you have at number three? Number three. Oh, we have a tie. Oh, wow. Siesta Key. Cause it's kind of like an OG show that I watch. Okay. And Below Deck. All below decks, main below deck. I thought about that and I just love below deck. Me too. Like I went back and looked, I was like, wait, which seasons were on? <laughs> and I think below deck med is my favorite. No. Yeah. Med. Yeah. Med's my favorite show. I, yeah. I think it's my favorite, but like sailing yacht was great. Sailing yacht. Okay. Sailing out is so good. The Gary and Daisy dynamic is unbeatable. There's nothing, there's nothing Amazing. better than those two. And then, and then yeah. Colin is definitely the hottest man on Bravo. There's no competition. Literally none. I'd have to really think about that, but he's up there. I mean, if no one else comes to mind, it's not like there's like a major obvious other one. I just, he's so chill. I don't know. I just love, he's a man <laughs> of the sea, but sailing out is great because of Gary and Daisy and like, also the fact that the the boat is so small and kind of janky. You're just like, so small. why is anyone paying for this? Feels a little dirtier too. <laughs> yes, definitely like a grimier experience. I think I might prefer that experience, but I would never go on either of these because I get seasick. So whatever. I would go on a yacht, but it has to be a big one. Can we talk about Med for a second? Because this season of Med in 2022, Natasha is one of the weirdest people I've ever seen on television. Like... So, like, why did she wear ball gowns every night out in Malta? Like, what was going on with that? Like, she is just... How is that your first concern? There were so many things <laughs> that were weird. Also, like, I guess they have to turn over their text messages, but, like, ugh, I felt for her. I was like, these are really cringe. I hope that, like, looking back, she's like, what was I thinking? I also would love to she hear is. that she deserves better. She definitely deserves better. I hope she can find like inner peace just for herself. She definitely needs to. I also hope Dave can get his drinking and anger under control. Mm -hmm. But like it was, it was not the best season, but I still loved it. I don't know. Like below deck is just a consistently great show. There's just nothing else. There's no other, nothing else to be said other than it's great. Your third. Yes. My third is love is blind season two. I feel like love is blind season two 
just like gave us a lot. That was the Shane season, the shake season. That was this year? Yes, it was in it was in like February, March, I believe. And it just like provided a lot. It continues to give. Those people like became famous. And yeah, like, I still see them around on yeah, different things. Same. And gave us a lot of talking points. Shane is a real old school reality character to me and that it seems like he's on a ton of drugs. So I feel like you don't get that as much these days. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying it seems like it. Yeah, I like he would that. have been like a great real world cast member. Absolutely. Like Huck, do you remember him? Of course, he's iconic. Lit- like literally an icon. <laughs> yeah, like that could have been Shane. Yes, and then Shane would have been awesome on the cha- the early seasons of the challenge when it was like more lower end and more wild. Would have been great. Especially since like he's in shape. Yeah, very good shape. And I think he's like slimmed down. I will say, I know there is a challenge style show coming from Netflix next year. So do you think like that sounds amazing? And let me let me add that to what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> do you think like how many people are at home watching the challenge? Like I could have easily been Johnny Bananas. Probably a lot, however. I just caught up on the on the challenge. When Bananas had his 40th birthday and like Nani made the sign of like all of his wins and like whatever. It's just like, that's like consistent. That's like a LeBron-like stretch of excellence. I mean... Oh, no, 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 for sure. But I'm like, how... Like, obviously his politicking was huge in his success. Mm-hmm. He's like a so much I, smarter than he gets credit for. Yeah, so I think that's probably the underrated part. Cause I think like, if you're a guy at home, you're probably like, could probably beat him in most things, which is probably true for a lot of men at home. But like, could you get people to follow you? Cause that's essentially what he did. Everyone yeah. just followed him. Yeah, absolutely. I, and don't, they I don't know. Still do. Shane, Shane couldn't do it. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who's following him. <laughs> you know, the challenge is spoiler alert is not on my list, but it's just a consistent part of my life. Like I, well, I didn't put, the challenge or survivor on my list because they're not done yet. Oh, interesting. Like they're just still ongoing. Yeah. So I'm like, they might make my list next year. Okay. Well, we'll check in with you in January to see how you're feeling. <laughs> Take your temperature. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like the challenge and survivor are like such consistent. My, my quibble with survivor this season though, is like, it's too many. And actually this whole like last two years since they did like the kind of reboot starting with 41. It's just like too much emotion. I'm just like, I, I know you don't like it, but about this the season, show. last episode was great. Yes, it was because it was not a sob story about how someone's been watching Survivor their whole life and it means so much to them to win an immunity challenge. Someone still cried and it was still great. I know, but I, that's like, I want crying over strategy and the game that you're playing today, not the memories you have from yesterday. So, okay. <laughs> put it on my, that's my John Woodenism of the, of the week. Put it on my tombstone. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, 
It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay, what do you have at number three? (laughs) Two. Two. Sorry, who do you have at number two? This was my number one until I completely blacked out and forgot something. Big Brother. So good. I knew you were going to say that. I I don't watch it. I need to. So do you know what my number one is? Your number one? No, I don't. My God, Julia, I thought for sure. If you knew number two, I was like, she for sure knows number one. F-Boy Island? Are you kidding me? (laughs) It's not on my list. I don't know. What's number one? Juliet, I'm giving you one more chance. <laughs> the Real House of Beverly Hills. How are you getting this? What is it? Love Island. Oh, <laughs> that's embarrassing for me. You're right? How did I forget? <laughs> are Eck and Sue and Davide still together? They are. Eck and Sue and Davide are still together, and Tasha and Andrew are still together. Oh, and really? India and Dami are still together. Wow. He, mm-hmm. I like Tommy. He was cute. I need a really long flight somewhere to watch <laughs> Love Island. Like I need, a, I need to go to Australia just to stay up the whole time watching Love Island on the plane. Like and back. so supposedly Love Island Australia is currently on, and it's supposed to be really good. Hmm. Well, I, it's just such a big commitment. It's very hard for me to to, to dive in. So. Maybe that's a goal for next year. Topping out my list, number two is Blood X Sailing Out Season 3. Even when it's bad, it's so good. I love it. And number one, Drive to Survive, the F1 show. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. It's just an excellent TV show that I would say changed my life because now I love Formula One. And the best weekend I had in 2022 was going to the Grand Prix in Mexico City. So, like, I don't know. I owe a lot of my, ha- my current happiness to Drive to Survive. So how do I not put it at number one? Okay. I mean, I'm not mad at it. It's just like not what I think of. I know. It's more of like a docu-series, but it's a real... But the reason why it's so good is because it's a reality show. It's like it's like Housewives, but instead of the Housewives, you have these like grown men who run these teams. It's great. It's like the real GMs of Europe. That's what I would... That's how I would put it. Jade, our producer, says she's pissed we didn't pick Potomac, which is fair, but the season's a little tough. No. Potomac... The last couple of episodes have been great. This past episode wasn't awesome, but the time before that, the last two before that were awesome. The Miami fight changed my life as well. Yeah, it was awesome. But it's not over yet. So I didn't pick shows that are like currently happening. We'll come back to it. But I will say like, I did really struggle with Summer House. I love Summer House. I love Southern Charm. But like there's, you know, there's just a lot of content out there and a lot of competition, Bravo. It's true. I'm just looking at Candace's Twitter right now because last night she tweeted, quote, 
And what the hell is White Lotus? Oh, I saw that. <laughs> so funny. By the I, way, I've come to love Candace. With our producer, I have not come to love Candace, but <laughs> I did think that was funny. And Jade, our producer, who is a Potomac fan, also has not watched White Lotus. So maybe there's something there. Well, maybe they can watch it together. Also, I really like the song Insecure <laughs> by, by Candace featuring Trina. Check it out on Spotify. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say it. I really like that. <laughs> I love it. And I love the videos on TikTok that have that playing like the techno version because it was like more techno-y this year. And it really is just like a good vibe. It really is. And Sicily's awesome. I love the White Lotus. Also for everyone listening to this, if they have not seen the beginning of White Lotus, that was the call that I just did. (laughs) (laughs) Great stuff. All right. Let's talk Bachelor. Let's talk our... We're going to do our top five moments in Bachelor Nation this year. I'm going to be honest. My memory failed me. Me It's a little little hard, but there were some highlights that I wanted to recall. Do you have any honorable mentions? No. I barely got, I barely got through this. (laughs) Okay. Well, I will start at number five, which is giving flowers where they are due. And it is to Jesse speaking French. It is the most memorable thing that happened during the bachelorette by far. I underestimated him. I didn't give him enough credit. I was like, oh, I just, or maybe I overestimated him. Whatever it was, I had the wrong read. The man speaks French. Someone DM me to say they heard him ordering in French in St. Bart's recently, which was also (laughs) glad to hear he's making enough money to vacation in St. Bart's. Not, I'm sure he's living a great life. Not everyone can. I couldn't afford it. And so, you know, Jesse, this was his first full year at the helm of this bachelor ship. And I think he's done as good a job as possible after filling, coming in for someone who was gone for, who's, who, doing it for 20 plus seasons. So Jesse, we see you. We love you. And I hope to meet you one day in your beautiful green eyes. That's my number. And five. you have a big fan here. <laughs> that's You're a party. Too. <laughs> I am. I am. And that's actually a good one. I wish I would have had it on my list because I'm looking at my list and I only have four. So. Okay, great. So let's go straight to number four. Okay. So this is what I wrote. And it's not something that I particularly liked but I thought it was entertaining okay and all I wrote was the Greg of it all mm, okay and I think from the roller coaster I went on with Greg this year <laughs> couldn't have been at a higher peak his TikTok he was dating some girl that was like he kind of hit and it was like, like a mysterious. model mm-hmm. yeah like I was just fully tuned in to Greg. Uh, and he like kind of flushed it all down the toilet, but <laughs> I still appreciate the ride. And I did think that the finale, like his portion of the finale was probably what it like, probably the most. Yeah. Most interesting. Most noteworthy. Interesting. Yeah. He provided a entertaining. Lot. Yeah. And like the whole Johnny of it all, like Johnny and Victoria, like that whole thing was caused because, because of him. So yeah, overall, I thought he had a great presence. Also, like, like his little friend group he's in. Like, he was just a huge member of Bachelor Nation this year. I think what we have to contend with as we move forward with Greg in our consciousness is that ultimately, Greg is a wife guy. Greg is really into his girlfriend. And he posted, like, about the ring that Victoria got him that tracks his sleep. It's like a Fitbit, but you wear it on your 
your index finger. And that, that, that seems like uncomfortable. I, I, index I, finger is pretty fat. You got to check in with Greg about that. I don't know what to tell you. Mm. But Greg's a wife guy now. And I think the fun, the fun Greg of Andrew's Instagram is gone. And that's okay. People evolve and it happens to the best of them. But I just think we have to move forward with this knowledge. He did like try to be funny TikTok with Victoria. And it, how'd it go? It was okay. It was okay. It's going to have to grow on me, but I definitely didn't laugh. That's for sure. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure she's like meant for, I, I think she seems like a fun hang. I think she's like the type of person who would be great to hang out with at a bar or a party. And like, I don't know if I really want to spend time with her on like social media. Yeah. Also, I was having this conversation with my friend last night. Like, I really think that there's something to being funny. Like you're usually a personality, like a certain type of personality if you're a funny person. Mm-hmm. And I like to be around funny people. And sometimes people don't like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes people think funny people are annoying or obnoxious or whatever, or loud usually, or talk too much usually. That's fine. I like those people. <laughs> like funny people too. I mean, I like, I like to have jokes. So maybe that's why we get along. You think that some people just don't enjoy laughing? I think some people just like take stuff too seriously. And so they can't see the humor. Yeah. But like after a good laugh, aren't you just like, Oh, what's better than that? Also like it's a cliche, but like a great laugh, like stomach hurting, crying, laughing or a great meal. I think a great laugh personally. Yeah. I wasn't sure what the alternative was going to be. (laughs) It's close for me because that's how much I love food. I love food, but I would say like a great meal that I'm like stuffed at the end. I usually like the discomfort tends to overshadow (laughs) the great food. So at least with a, 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 my stomach hurts laugh, you always have the joke. And I would say like with my closest friends, I like, I like cherish those moments. So it's cheesy, but it kind of feels like you're on a high afterwards. Yeah. It's a great feeling. Yeah. Wow. That was the most positive thing we've probably said all year. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Number four for me. It happened before Clayton season even began, but wonderfully it was on camera. Sally dumping Clayton before he (laughs) even got to know her and him just staring at her being so confused. I absolutely loved it. That was probably my, that was definitely Sally's peak and maybe the peak of Clayton season, at least eh, it's up there. So that, I appreciated it. Sally gave us a lot of humor. So thanks to Sally. My number two is from Clayton season. So. Oh, okay. Great. Mine's number, my uh, number one's from Clayton season as well. All right. What do you have at three? Gabby reintroducing herself to Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Even just saying it makes me laugh. Gabby's really funny. You know, really Gabby loves a good funny. laugh. 100%. I think that's why I loved her so much. And unfortunately, her season was a little torpedoed. But yeah, no, I just like, cause I have to think like part of me thinks she did it on purpose because she is that type of person. And then part mm-hmm. of me thinks like she's so aloof that she didn't realize she was doing it. Both ways are funny to me. Cause like, if you're Logan, you're like, yeah, I mean, I was with you two weeks ago and we've kissed and <laughs> you've given me a rose. <laughs> I have this complex that people don't remember me and it's because I remember everyone. Like I'm like, a, I have like a stalker memory. It's a social liability. And so as a result, I'm because I'm self-conscious about how much I remember people, I overcompensate by thinking no one remembers me. So I like reintroduce myself all the time. 
And I think I, I could like imagine myself doing that with even someone I like made out with being like, Oh, Hey, like it's kind of like Kim- Kimberly on sex lives of college girls would do that too. Oh, for sure. Are you <laughs> and, Kimberly? Um, I think I'm closer to Kimberly than anyone else on that show. Pretty big nerd. Listen to podcasts kind of. Very, very specific characters. So I don't yeah. know if that's saying much. I don't know yeah. if I'm really any of them, but I would say she's probably the closest. Anyway, that is that was a really funny moment. And Gabby is just so funny. Yeah. She's an enigma. She's another person who like I really like because she defies a lot of stereotypes. And that's ultimately like what I enjoy on reality shows these days. I also appreciate that like her social media is kind of the exact same. Yeah. And she, I think, and I don't know this obviously, but like I have to imagine it has to be so hard to continue to be yourself after all of this. Yeah, and absolutely. not try to be perfect and like, and, like doubt everything. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw this with like Nate and Rachel. And like, we don't know, obviously, this is coming from Nate's side of it, but even from the outside looking in, we couldn't have been bigger Michelle fans. We're yeah. obsessed. Wait, I said Nate and Rachel, Nate and Michelle, sorry. We were obsessed with Michelle, thought she handled everything perfectly, like had nothing negative to say. And not that I have anything negative to say, but what I say, I have this, like, she seems like a completely different person now than before. Yeah which I can understand. I'm sure there's like so many levels to like how that can happen and like why that happened. And I think it's like a really not, I don't think it's like an easy torch to carry, especially being like one of the only black bachelorettes, whatever, whatever. But I do think it is refreshing to see someone like Gabby who like went on the bachelor, couldn't have gone worse. Then went on the bachelorette, probably couldn't have gone worse. (laughs) Goes on dancing with the stars is still like the exact same person gets places second, which is like amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And like, she's still the, it seemed like she's the exact same person that we met at the very beginning of this. Yeah. I I think Michelle seems to have like dialed back the personality, which is really sad. Whereas to your point, Gabby has not like Gabby is still just Gabby. And I'm sure Michelle still has the personality, but like, obviously she's just been through a lot. That probably makes it harder to like put herself out there. And Gabby's not doing that. So it's nice. It's kind of like the Meghan Markle situation Mm. where it seems like Michelle's trying to do like what she thinks she's supposed to do and make sure she's saying the right things and like posting things that are trending and like, you know, being perfect, which is impossible for anyone. Completely, completely impossible. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Number three for me, Jason, tennis, Jason, Wearing his mezuzah, his Jewish scroll <laughs> necklace. It's just a huge, just a huge moment for Jewish representation on The Bachelor. I had, I had to mention it, even though I'm mad at Jason because he will not do this podcast. I don't know why. So it doesn't seem like Jason wants to be a part of Bachelor Nation anymore, and I like that. But it makes me like him even more. <laughs> yeah, I also thought the moment where Jason was just like, "Yeah, I thought about it, and I, yeah, I don't like you. I, I'm, I'm sure about <laughs> yeah, that now. it's done here." <laughs> That was a that wasn't a fun moment, but we've never, really, we've never seen that before. Yeah. It was funny. I, I enjoyed it. What do you have at number My two? Number two was I just thought this was so absurd. And watching it was kind of like, wait, what? When Clayton told both Gabby and Rachel together that he uh, slept with both of them, but he still wanted to continue. <laughs> Like so all, three, all three of them. No, he didn't sleep with Susie. Oh, you're right. You're right. He's, he's right. Susie's gone and he slept with the two of them. Yeah. But he, and that he also told Susie 
high comedy. And, but but Susie left, but he still wants to continue. Like all of it was just like, how did you think this was the right way to go about this? They were crying like the Titanic was sinking and they were on it. It was like so funny. <laughs> I can only imagine. Did Gabby cry like that? Not really, right? Rachel was like on, pissed. Gabby cried, but Rachel was the one who was sobbing on the stairs. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But I thought <laughs> Gabby was more like serious about well, the whole situation. Just piggyback I, I, quickly. I'm just going to say we've talked about this ad nauseum, so we don't need to get into it. Number two for me was the day that Rodney left the beach. I just so no. Is that number one for you? Yes. Well, but num- number one for me is Gabby telling off Clayton. I loved. Oh, it's related oh. to what you said. Like I loved it, when at he the holiday in. Yeah. At the holiday in in Iceland <laughs> when she just was like so angry, but like so together and poised. I loved it. And so obviously Callie, we're on the same wavelength here. Like the top moments of this year were people losing their shit over either Rodney or Clayton. And it was, <laughs> it was great in both cases and also quite different. Say, the reason why Rodney got one and Clayton got two was because Rodney had so many layers to this. Like mm. him leaving the beach was absolute chaos. <laughs> but also it was chaotic because the amount of love for him was, was unprecedented. Yeah. It, yeah. We've never seen anything like it before. It was absolutely Nothing. unreal. And I know we've talked about this again, like it's way too much. How? Bachelor producers watched the, all of this <laughs> and still did not pick him for Bachelor is like mystery it, of that's, that's my number number one mystery of 2022 is that I don't it's get inexplicable it. I I don't get it either I really I'm dreading Zach I'm dreading a date with toast every week I mean no thank you <sighs> toast lightly toasted no butter. Yeah, it's like worst case scenario. And maybe it's like, brand toast. Yeah, it's like day old bread, lightly toasted, no butter, no jelly. Or what is that? Have you seen that TikToker that like does all her snacks, Danielle? No. Oh my God. Let's check it I'm out. Gonna, sounds, sounds like I'm going to send you some. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Wait, this is such a good episode. <laughs> Danielle has these snacks that are like, the craziest snacks ever, kind of like you would never think to be like, oh, this is the snack that I'm gonna have. And I want all of them. Like what? Can you just give me one example? Yeah, and you're gonna be like, what the fuck? She got she gets these crackers called Craze Crackers. Okay. And she puts a smoked mussel in a canned smoked mussel in olive oil that you get at like Whole Foods with a little creme fraiche a little momofuku chili oil mm-hmm. and top it with caviar. Looks amazing. And it's fucking fancy. Of, <laughs> all of her snacks are fancy. All of her snacks caviar. are fancy. But they're, <laughs> but they're all, I think I should probably know more because I watch an enormous amount of her videos. But I think her family has some sort of like old knowledge of caviar. Like oh, she talks about every time she uses caviar, she talks about the kind, the brand, where it's from, oh. like what the, like, the notes in it are. Oh, so she is like a wine person, but for caviar. Kind of, yeah. Huh. All right, I gotta check but it out. Her snacks are like all over the place and she 
she, oh, that's what she calls it. She uses bread all the time in her snacks, but it's called fitness bread. Hmm. Um, and that's the type of bread I think Zach is. <laughs> is it actual bread though? Is it like carb, like low carb or gluten-free or? It's something like that. Yeah. I feel like it's like adjacent to like the Joe and the Juice bread. She's also like one of the main ones that made the tunicado at Joe and the Juice, like a huge craze. I don't know if you've heard about that. No. Another episode for food news. You guys should have the tunicado. I'm just like, the world is passing me by. I think I have to get on TikTok. <laughs> I'm going to send you some of Danielle's stuff. Sorry, that was a long tangent. Please, but yeah, please do. We made it our next list that we're going over are things that we're most looking forward to. Yes, we are. And I made an adjacent list to things that I'm not looking forward to. And the bachelor's <laughs> on that. <laughs> I agree with you. What should we do about that? Like, I'm just so fundamentally not looking forward to it. I don't think there's anything we can do. I'm hoping that it's just... Like our, our expectations are so low that it'll be good. The people making the show seem excited about Zach, but like they also chose Zach. So I can't trust yeah, them. Yeah, I don't know if that means anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. To me. We need, Do you remember we, when we were told that he was going to be it? And I was like, no, that can't be right. Yeah, I know. It was like shocking. I mean, I was looking back at all of our episodes from this year and one of them is called The One Guy We Don't Want Is Bachelor and it's Zach. So... <laughs> Tough, bad beat. Zach, prove us wrong. I would love to be proven wrong, but like. By ugh. the way, I know we've said this, but like the number one reason why we don't want him is because he seems too like normal. Yeah, and just like super boring, and like he seems like a like a crier, and I just <laughs> and thinking and there's something wrong with nothing crying, wrong by the way. with crying. No, nothing at all. But. I just want more comedy. Like, let's just make it funny again. Let's have a good time. We really wanted the Gabby version of yes. Bachelor, which could have been Rodney. Totally. And like, still could be. I think they're, I think they have plans for Rodney. We, I, I just, I, he's, they're really protecting him. So I think there's a, a large chance something happens with him in the future. Let's hope. Let's hope big time. Some things we're looking forward to. Have you heard about the show Traders on Peacock next month? Uh, uh have I? Of course. I'm really excited it has, about it. It has some of my favorite characters in it. Oh my God. It's a, it is like an all-star cast. One person who's not an all-star, but is on it is Ryan Lochte and everyone else who is on it is like a famous person that has been on a reality show. And then it's like, Oh, and Ryan Lochte, but here's Ryan the cast. Lochte was on a reality show on E and You're also right. went to school with me. Oh, go Gators. Um, here's who we got. Ari, the bachelor. Brandy Glanville, Sari Fields, who's one of my all-time favorite Survivor contestants. So I'm really mm-hmm. excited about that. Cody from Big Brother, who I don't know who that is. Is he related to Polly, by the way, from the challenge? I believe so. Because they have the same last name. Okay. Kay Chastain from Below Deck, who just announced she's pregnant. Kyle Cook from Summer House. Rachel Riley from Big Brother. Reza from Shaw's of Sunset. Ryan Lochte, it says Olympian. And Stephanie from Survivor. <laughs> That's, that is like a great, great list. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Great casting. Jazzy Collins, who I've had on this pod before, did the casting for it. So shout out to her. Looks great. Really excited about that. That's like probably, it's very high on my list, I have to say. Yeah, it's something I'm very much looking forward to. We're going to cover it on um, the Ring of Reality TV podcast. So check it out. Am I on that? No. You can be if you'd okay. like to be. I don't know the names of all the shows, so that's why I asked, but I would love to be because I am looking forward to it and has so many good characters. Okay. Big Brother characters. Like, I just like the mix of it all. I'm going to get into Big Brother next year. 
It's one of my goals. Big Brother and or Love Island. I mean, how am I not watching your number one and two shows of the year? Like, it's a real blocker in this relationship. Um, I also think Big Brother, like, it's impossible not to like. I know. It's lower commitment than than Love Island. But like, do you yeah. think you'll like me more and if I watch that watch, show? For sure. And <laughs> you watch shows with Big Brother contestants on it. I know. I know. Although I will say they don't really like the Big Brother people, aside from like Casey on Challenge, suck. Like Fessy, he's a dummy. Okay, sure. But they're big characters on the show. I don't know why Fessy's a big character. He hasn't really been on it that much. Like episodes go by and he's just not on it. Well, also, he's usually good. He's not, he hasn't been good this year. Yeah. He seems like he's, I don't know, whatever. But like Josh is a big character. Ugh. That's not a plus. Derek was. Oh, also the challenge that they had on CBS that had a ton of Big Brother characters. Mm. I thought that was good. Those characters are actually good Big Brother characters too. Okay. All right. What else are you looking forward to? My list is kind of like meh. That's okay. You can just just give us one. Okay. I'm going to give you two. Okay, great. I'm going to give you three. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, great. But I'll make them quick. One is the challenge Netflix that I just learned about this five minutes ago. I'm really looking forward to that. Is what? The challenge show on, the challenge show on, the, net, on, on the Netflix. Oh. On Netflix. Yes. I, I don't know what it's called, but I'm excited about that too. I'm excited about Love Island always. Also, they have a new host. Mm. Maya Jama, who I know and I love. And I'm so... Like, I could not be more excited to not only know someone on this show, but know the host of the show. And she's... You know how I said I like funny people? Mm-hmm. She's really funny and really fun and one of the prettiest people I've seen in person. So you know her personally? Yeah. Wow. Cool. She's great. And then I'm looking forward to The Bachelorette because that means that The Bachelor season is over. (laughs) And we don't know who The Bachelorette is. So... Hope for someone good. I'm hoping they pick one of the people that we talked about. Me too. Although maybe Zach will have some fun girls. Who knows? I would, I I would think put it back with Gabby. Could be Genevieve. No way. No. Genevieve. He got so much time on... Paradise. Paradise. She said she wouldn't go on another dating reality show, but I'm like, she got more time than anyone. Like, not close. She was so sad and damaged when I interviewed her. Like, I feel... I hope Aww. she's okay. I hope she's okay. So... I hope yeah. it's not her. <laughs> Callie, I'm interviewing Susie on Thursday. I didn't even tell you. It just came through. Um, Clayton, Clayton season. Susie? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Her TikToks have been pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about like, what life's been like for her since they broke up. I would like to wrap up with things that I did not like this year. Okay. I did not like <laughs> buying Beverly Hills. I hated buying Beverly Hills. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I hated it. Really tough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> did not like it. I watched all of it, but did not like it. I do not like the new version of the Kardashians on Hulu. Why not? Let me say, I don't like it. And I didn't watch that many episodes, but the episodes that I watch, it doesn't seem like, it seems like the other Kardashian shows, it seems like, like they didn't have as much control. Mm. Like this show seems completely like, I'm sure that's the, true. Completely shaped to be what, the image that they want and the stories that they want and they're told how they want to be told. There will never be a hot mic on this show. Let me tell you that. Like, it's just like very like, Oh yeah, this is what you want us to see. And like, 
I'm cool. I don't need to. And maybe, and maybe part of it is just like, I'm over the Kardashians. I do think they make some really great products. Yeah. You're a skims girl. Love skims. Couldn't say enough about skims. I don't like hate them. Like I know a lot of people hate them. You know, I do think they've profited off of other cultures. Sure. But like, I don't hate them. I hate, Um, I hate them for their distortion of beauty standards. Sure. There's a lot of reasons, you know, whatever I'm saying. I just don't hate them, but I think I'm over them so that there's probably a layer of that too. Cause they've just been like oversaturated. Yeah. But the show is not entertaining and I don't even know people like, I don't know anyone that watches it. I think it's a hit. I heard it's like the biggest show on Hulu. So Ugh. that's what I heard. I will say along those lines, I did not enjoy real housewives of Beverly Hills. I stopped watching. I was just like, I don't, I can't deal with this. I don't, I don't like it when there's no one to root for. And I still like Garcelle. I kind of like Sutton, but I haven't watched. So maybe I wouldn't like them if I watched, but it's like, so love and, Sutton, and I cheer for them. Yeah. Like it's, a, it's enough with like, just the way these women have fallen to be like just absolute villains. So I did not enjoy that. I, I think in general, it's a little bit of a pr- problem for housewives at the moment. Like what is the show? If it's not just villains, but maybe orange County will help it turn around. Okay. I mean, I hate Vicky. Vicky's back, right? I can't stand her. So, isn't it Tamara's back and Vicky's like a friend or something? Oh, yeah. And then uh, Taylor is now on. Taylor Armstrong yeah. is now on Orange County. Yeah. Anything else you hated or didn't like? I just put that I'm not looking forward to the Bachelor. Okay. Well, we're gonna find our enthusiasm. Thank you to Jade Whaley for producing this podcast. I'll be back with Susie later this week, and we will talk to you then. 